What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Nightmare K Hawk back at it again with another podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to me. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Today is my 34th birthday, and it was a celebration like nobody's business. I got freaking buffalo chicken and freaking chicken wings. Yes, my wife to be bought me pizza and wings. So I was very happy, very excited. It was awesome. Sat down, had it together around about 4 o'clock p.m. It is now 9.19 p.m. my time, Eastern Standard Time, here in Albany, New York. So, as you guys know, it is late where I am. Yes, I do miss the time zone out out west, but it's all good. At some point, I'll be moving again. Uh, Me and my wife-to-be will be moving again so we can raise our family in a nice, beautiful state. With sunshine and palm trees. So that should give you an indicator where I'm moving to. But anyway. Yes ladies and gentlemen. I am 34 years of age. 34. 34 years old. That's unbelievable. You know I've lasted this long on the earth. 34 years. Not pretty long when you really think about it. In the life cycle. That's not a long time to be living. Uh, I mean I know I know plants that live 500 years. So. If I make it to 120 years old, I'll be very grateful for Allah for that. And I'm very thankful for Allah allowing me to see 34 years on this planet Earth. It's gotten very disturbing as of late, as you know. But we'll definitely get into that at the end of the show. But I am very thankful. I just want to say I'm very thankful for the friends and family that have stuck around with me all these years. I want to thank the friends that I have. My wife-to-be can't wait to get married in May. Which is not too far away, ladies and gentlemen. Super excited for that. Um, in the future, can't wait to have kids with her. And just live the rest of my life out with her, you know what I mean? And just be happy and excited. And uh, just go off into the sunset, man. You know, I finally get that storybook ending. I remember a Mickey Mouse episode I watched where uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie were driving in their broken down jalopy. And uh, they're riding off in the sunset, man, together. You know, it's a funny thing. Mickey and Minnie never had kids, man. You know, it's kind of funny, ironic today, man, that you got so many women that don't take the freaking, like, standard of Minnie Mouse. You know, Minnie, man, she always was with Mickey, though, bruh. She always was with Mickey. Yeah, they had their little arguments and fights, but she always stuck by Mickey, though. And Mickey always stuck by her, which was kind of crazy, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's get to it, man. Let's get to this crypto market, man. As you guys saw, we had a volatile week. It was out of control. It was crazy. I didn't buy any dips, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Your boy Nightmare K-Hawk did not buy any dips. He is focusing on putting his money in Monero, keeping it in Monero, XMR, privacy blockchain, privacy coin, because these governments are getting out of control. The, the IRS is getting out of control, especially if you're here in the United States. The taxation is getting completely out of control and out of bounds. Like, I, I'm fed up with it, man. I'm putting my money in Monero XRM, keeping away from the government. You know what I'm saying? As much as I can. And I really don't spend my Monero at all. You know, so it's a great savings account for me. I finally found a coin. I can finally have a currency. XMR is not a cryptocurrency to me it is a currency it's a digital cash it's digital currency um to not just avoid taxation but also be in command of my own money 
being able to buy the things online that I want to buy. If I want to gamble with my money online, let me be able to gamble with my money without taking my winnings or cutting my winnings. Freaking IRS, fuck you. Listen, I hate the IRS more than anything. I hate the government. I cannot stand the governments at all across the globe. I think a lot of these governments are a piece of shit. I think politicians are a piece of shit. I think the IRS is a piece of shit. They steal our money. They freaking tax us on our money. And then have the nerve to say, if you don't report it, we're going to tax you. And if you don't file your taxes on time, we're going to tax you on that too. And if you're sending money through cash out, we're going to tax you. Go fuck yourself, okay? Go fuck yourself. It isn't our fault as the people that you are $28 trillion in debt. No one gives a shit about you, IRS. You're a piece of crap. Your freaking employees suck. And everybody who's in that organization needs to catch COVID and freaking fall off the face of the planet because you're a piece of crap. But anyway, as we look at the markets, that's my little rant for the moment. We got Bitcoin at $37,950. It has gone up 7%. We have Ethereum at $2580. It had had a massive drop. But it's still, it went up 5% this week. We have uh, Binance Coin at $386. It went up 5%. We have ADA coming in at number six, $1.06. We had Solana lose a lot, guys. Lose a lot. So it is down to $94.62. We have XRP at $0.61. Cents. We have Luna at $50.51. Doge is at number 10 at $0.14. Cents. Polkadot's right on its heels at $18.55. We have Avalanche at $71.05. We have Matic, $1.69. Shiba Inu has dropped to number 15. $21.56 millionths of one penny. We have CryptoCoin at $0.42. Cents. Rap BTC coming in at number 18. $37,951.98. We have Adam coming in at number 20, $28.19. We have Chainlink, $16.33. We have Litecoin, $109.64. Uniswap, $11.06, which my fiance is so excited to buy. Near is at $10.82. We have Algorand, $0.95. We have Tron at a nickel. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. TRX is at $0.05. Cents. FTX tokens at $41.32. We have Bitcoin Cash, $295.89. We have Phantom, $2.09. We have XLM, one of my favorites, $0.20. Cents. We have Decentraland Mania, $2.47. We have HBARS, now at number 32 at $0.22. Cents. We have Internet Computer coming in at number 34, $19.94. We have Sandbox. Coming in at $4.02. We have VeChain at $0.05. Cents, another one of my favorites. Ethereum Classics, number 37, $25.40. We have Leo, twenty. I mean $3.48. We have Clay at number 39, $1.21. We have Axie Infinity dropping to number freaking 40. $51.36. We have, and that is your top 40, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah. And now you guys and ladies and gentlemen, LGBT are probably wondering where the heck is Monero at? Well, it's dropped all the way down to number 46. But I am not worried, ladies and gentlemen, about Monero. It will go up again in price. The reason why I'm in XR, I'm XMR Monero is because of the privacy blockchain, privacy transaction. No one can trace. It's untraceable. 
That is the reasons why I am in Monero. And I think if you are very dislike of the government as much as I am and the IRS of what you're doing with your money, which is your money that you worked hard for all week for the past two weeks if you work a current job or if you own a business, you should be concerned about the IRS looking at your bank account. I just saw a report just about maybe a week ago where a lady, she had a JP Morgan account and her account was closed because she was buying cryptocurrency. If that does not make you say, wait just a damn minute, you're shutting my account done down because I want to buy cryptocurrency with my money? Are you crazy? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Monero is the only crypto that actually offers a privacy blockchain, a private freaking transactions, and also privacy where the coin is untraceable. It cannot be traced by governments or the IRS or FBI or anybody else. Because of the ring signatures that it does for the transactions, which means based like this. I'll give you an example. If you had a check and you signed the check, and you hand it to a friend, and it also not only just had your signature, but 29 other signatures, how can the IRS or governments trace where that check, who that check belongs to? It can't. Neither can the banks. No one knows who that check belongs to. It can belong to you. It can belong to my neighbor. It can belong to my fiance. It can belong to my boy Kenny. It can belong to freaking Caleb. It can belong to my boy Applebear. It can belong to my boy Taryn. You don't know who the fuck this belongs to. So when the government actually see if if they could see the transaction trace it, they wouldn't know who the wallet, who this transaction belongs to. Because there's like 30 different signatures on this transaction. Who the hell does this belong to? So if you're looking to get in Monero, check out a wallet called Cake Wallet. It's an awesome app. Go on your Apple Store app or go on your Google Play app. Download the Cake Wallet app. Now you do have to buy Bitcoin or Litecoin in order to exchange it for Monero, but it is worth the transaction fee. If you do it with Litecoin, you play a fraction of one penny, which is freaking awesome. So I've sent like $700 over to Monero from Litecoin, fraction of one cent. Listen, now transaction fees can change depending on how clogged up the network is for Litecoin, but normally nobody really transacts on Litecoin. So I use Litecoin over Bitcoin because Litecoin's has the Lightning Network on it. So I love Litecoin just for that. And the transaction fees are so cheap. So definitely, if you're looking to be private with your money, like I am, and like a lot of the Monero community is, then come on over to Monero, man. Check out the freaking white paper. Read it for yourself. Check it out. There's a book you guys should get. It's called The King of Crypto, Monero. Check that book out. It's a fantastic read. I just finished it by Chris Jones. Definitely check that book out. It is an awesome read. Again, it's called Monero the Crypto King. Again, the book is called Monero Crypto King. So make sure you guys check that out. It is an amazing book. Uh, it's like, I think it's about six or seven chapters, but it's amazing. It tells you everything about Monero from start to finish. It tells you, compares you to other privacy coins like Zcash and Dash. It tells you about how Monero is better than Bitcoin. In a lot of ways, um, when it comes to like traction, though, Bitcoin is the best when it comes to traction. But let me tell you guys something, Monero will be around. I don't see that going anywhere. I think Monero is one of the 1% cryptos that are going to make it. 
I have a lot of confidence in Monero. I'm finally happy being part of the Monero community. And don't listen to the fud out there where it's like, it's for hackers, it's for drug dealers, it's for fucking prostitutes. Dude, I know no prostitutes that accept Monero for their service. I know no drug dealers that's, that sell you crack, cocaine, heroin, or marijuana that's accept Monero. Now, there are starting to freaking started accepting Monero. I, I mean, I was just listening to a podcast today. And if you guys want to check this podcast out. They are called the Monero Talk, I believe. Let me just double check. Uh, you guys want to check them out. They've been going strong on their Monero podcast for a year now. They started on my birthday a year ago, which is freaking awesome. They are called Monero Talk. Yeah, so check out Monero Talk on Spotify. Um, if you have Spotify, they also have a YouTube channel called Monero Talk. So definitely check out their platform on YouTube. They make great freaking podcasts. Um, we were both celebrating our birthdays today. Their podcast started a year ago. I started my podcast in 2020. So we're about a, I'm about a year ahead of them, but it's awesome. I cannot wait to go to Florida. Uh, check out Monero talk, talk to these Monero people. It's awesome. The Monero communities are real laid back people, men and women out there. LGBT people are in the Monero space as well. So it is a great space to be in. Definitely come join the revolution. Definitely come and stand for freedom, liberty, and privacy, which is a human right, obviously. But moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like the COVID narrative is dying. As you can see, you see the UK, they're uh, pulling back. You see the uh, protests that happened just last weekend in Washington, D.C. with the United States. You're seeing it in Canada with truckers. So it's looking like it's dying, um, but not really. We know that it's not really dying, but it looks like it. I mean, people are waking up all over the world, which is fantastic. I think it's beautiful. I think it's amazing to see. Um, you see it on YouTube. You see it on BitChute. You see it on Rumble. It's it's amazing to see people standing up and they're not taking this shit no more. I just wish people in America would stand up more. I mean, you do see it um, across the country. People are waking up and they're starting to get pissed off about this COVID narrative. My fiance, she's waking up. You know, she's had three jabs. She's really not going to probably take any more. Her parents have had three jabs. I don't think they're going to take any more because people are starting to realize this is all bullshit, man. This is all BS, you know? This is all garbage and bullshit, and you're telling us that if we don't do this, we're not able to participate. Well, then screw yourself, man. Screw yourself, and that's why people are quitting their jobs. They're tired of this shit, man. They're tired of this shit. They're tired of being paid $7.25 for fucking minimum wage. Which, again, I don't think you should have a minimum wage to begin with, but that's just me. Um, I think you should be paid exactly what you deserve to be paid. I think everybody should get a wage of at least $17 an hour. That is just me. Uh, I think with the cost of living goes up, I think people's wages should go up. That is how I would govern it. If I was in charge of the United States, I would make it so I would put a law in place that every time the cost of living goes up, Everybody wages in the United States go up. Period. Every time the cost of living goes up, we will have a increase in wages across the board. Everybody in the United States, if I was running the show, and I'm going to pivot off the COVID narrative for just a second, so excuse me. If I was running the U.S. and I was in control and I had the power to make an executive order, my executive order first would be, we're going to increase everybody's wages. 
the cost of living has gone up, so everybody's wages across the board needs to go up. I would make it so that everybody across the board, including rich people, wealthy people, across the board, billionaires included, everybody would pay a 15% tax across the board. No questions asked. I don't give a damn how much money you made. I don't give a damn how much you didn't make. Everyone's paying 15% tax across the board, including myself. You can pay it in U.S. dollars or you can pay it in cryptocurrency. I don't give a damn how you pay it. Just pay the damn tax every April 17th. Bottom line, that would be the law. We will make sure that corporations pay their share because if they don't pay their 50% taxes and if they try to raise prices on freaking people, we will get them for wage gouging and we will lock their ass up. And that's just the bottom line how I would run it. And I would keep freedom of speech and I would freaking arrest and I would have people arrested for trying to cancel people for speaking their mind. I don't get mad at people for speaking their mind. I get mad at people when people try to mandate stuff. That's what I get mad at. But back to this COVID narrative, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, LGBT out there. Listen, if you had a couple of shots, a lot of you are starting to understand that your kids are being screwed. Your kids are being robbed. There's a lot of kids dying uh, aren't able to speak properly because everyone's wearing fucking masks. Take the mask off when you're in the house, for God's sakes. You're in your house, for God's sakes. Take the damn mask off, people. You don't need a damn mask in your house and stop driving around in your cars in a mask. What's wrong with you? You're not infecting anybody. I don't think the radio cares that you have COVID. I don't think the, I don't think the empty passenger seat next to you cares that you have COVID. I don't think the empty back seat back there gives a damn that you have COVID or the oranges that you picked up at the grocery store at your local farmer's market. I don't think gives a damn that you have COVID. An orange tested positive for COVID. Stop the nonsense. Stop living this paranormal like, oh my God, I'm going to live in this bubble. Are you kidding me? Wake up. It's been two years. Get over it. COVID's not going anywhere. Just like HIV is not going anywhere, just like cancer is not going anywhere, just like heart attacks aren't going anywhere, lung disease, none of that's going anywhere. It's going to be here. Get used to it. You know? I mean, if I was most people, and I'm not giving you any advice to do this, but I would use COVID as an excuse to get out of work for five days. Fuck it. I would. I would, I would literally, I would literally in the spring... You know, spring break, you know, if you can't get the time off. I would just lie and say I have COVID just to get the time off and come back to work five days later. Fuck it. Who cares? What are they going to do, fire me? No, please. Ha! What? It's a pandemic, according to Biden and the fucking and the, and the, and the fucking sheep who follow his lead and the Democrats' lead. And oh, by the way, for the fucktards that still believe in politicians, how about Biden telling the mainstream media to stop that to uh, keep the narrative going? How about that secret phone call, huh? Yeah, the mainstream media now is turning on Biden, and uh, you know they're tired of COVID narrative and they want people to go back to normal and just live with it. I'm fine with that. You know, it was for the first time in a long time in about two years since 2019. I really didn't see a headline about COVID this weekend, which was kind of ironic because normally around my birthday, something weird always happens. So weird. And I was born on the 29th of January on a Friday, which happens to be an odd day. 29, which happens to be an odd freaking number. 
January, which seems to be an odd month, and 88, which seems to be an even year. <laughs> but that's here nor there. But man, this is just this is just funny to see. But you know what? These elites aren't fooling me. The cabal's not fooling me at all. I know what you're trying to do here. See, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make the masses seem like they've won. People like me have won. But we all know you got something else up your sleeve. We all know that. That's why you delayed your freaking Davos meeting until the spring. Huh. Pretty ironic that you couldn't have a virtual meeting again. Because you want to meet in person. Hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I wonder what you have up your sleeve. A post-pandemic world that keeps on. Post-pandemic world. A post-pandemic world. Huh. Really? Well, when is that post-pandemic world going to start? 2023? No, no. I don't think 2023. 2024? No, maybe, maybe not 2024. But we're getting there. Ah. How about 2025? How about March of 2025? We have a post-pandemic world. Because by then, I'm sure... There will be enough chaos and carnage around in the United States or across the globe, for that matter, that everybody will be terrified to death. And anybody like me who questions it, or even on their podcast, will be called a domestic terrorist. Or, 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 or let's say a, a Trump supporter or, or, or a conspiracy theorist. But we'll see what happens, folks. I mean, I, I mean, this is a very joyful day if you've been in the camp the same way I've been. And that is saw bullshit through this from the beginning. Um, right after the lockdowns happened in Arizona where I was. After I purchased that disgusting mask that I had to wear, which was completely destroying my insides of my body. Um, I woke up pretty fast. I mean, even I, I have to admit, I believed the narrative at first. Because it came out of nowhere, bro. And and I always felt something was wrong. Something felt weird at the end of 2019. Something just didn't feel right in the United States. And I could feel it. And I could sense it. But I just couldn't put my finger on it. And everything I've learned in the last... Since coming to Arizona, even leaving it. You know, from 2012 all the way to now, 2022, me being back in New York State... It wasn't by coincidence, ladies and gentlemen. The experiences I went through in Arizona, even till now, was not by coincidence. It was meant for me to get tougher for the times ahead. You see, that's why I could talk openly about being homeless. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I was homeless at one point. Bum on the street. Had nothing to do with drugs. Had nothing to do with prostitution. Had nothing, no. Had nothing to do with capitalism. Had nothing to do with the system. And this brings me to my next topic. I'm going to talk about me, and this ties into my 34th birthday and how proud I am to have reached this age. My life overall has been above average. Pretty good. You know? Pretty good. I can honestly say that. You know, I don't have any baby mamas. I don't have any... 
you know, child support payments I have to make per month. I don't have to, you know, I don't have the IRS after my neck. You know, I don't have any warrant for my arrest or anything like that. I've never been shot. Uh, I've never broken anything. You know, been pretty good. I had both of my parents in my life until I was up until I was 16. Then my mom passed away, you know. And then uh, I live with my dad, my biological dad. And uh, been great. You know, I got to give him a call tomorrow. We got a lot to talk about. You know, he'll say... Uh, a belate birthday to me, and uh, we'll definitely talk, go see him in March, uh, haven't seen my dad in a long time, so it's going to be good to see him again, you know, and it's going to be amazing to talk to him and things like that, Allah willing, and, you know, inshallah, if Allah will it, you know, and it's just been interesting, man, now I got my, you know, college sweetheart, you know, we about to get married here in May, and everything's looking up and up. But there's a part of me that's, you know, still have eyes on this next event. See, because the way I think is, I love my I love my wife to be. I love my family. I love my friends. I love cryptocurrency. I love and I love silver coins, precious metals. But I just want people to really understand that there are some dark times still to come. Now, yes, this is a small victory when it comes to COVID. You know, and here in the United States, they're going to keep it going for a little while, at least until the spring. And then they'll probably let up, you know, let everybody have their good time. Because, you know, government shit, they like going out and party too, sleeping with underage women and boys. But that's another topic for a different day. But uh, as for me, I'm already locked in on September. See, I'm not worried about March, April, May, June, July, August. My mind is already in September and in the fall. The end of 2022. The fourth quarter. And it makes me think, man. 34 years old. And I'm at this point in my life. I still feel like I'm 25. I, feel, I really, you know, age is just the numbers they say. You know, I really don't feel 34. I feel 25. But I don't feel a day over 25, which is kind of nuts. But anyway, that's just my spiritual nature side of myself doing that. And thanks to a lot that is happening. But you got to think about this, ladies and gentlemen. What is the psychopath, lunatic, New World Order, cabal type elites going to do to us at the end of 2022? You got to think like they got to have something else. Because I knew for a fact COVID couldn't last to 2025. I mean, they're still going to talk about it. You know, because Biden's going to make it that way, even though he's lost every court battle thus far when it comes to COVID mandates for business and stuff. You know, some businesses are still doing it. So, again, you shouldn't trust your employer either. But um, it just makes me think like, man, next year I turn 35 and we still have these idiots in power. Then the next year after that, I turn 36. And then the year after that, I turn 37. And I'm getting close to 40. You know, in six years' time, I'll be 40 years old, and I'll still probably feel like I'm 25 because of the supplements, the vitamins, the prayers I do, the workouts I do, you know, things like that. I have a high metabolism, and I only eat one middle day, and then I try to, and I fast, you know, once a year 
um, during the month of Ramadan, but other times during the year I fast on certain days as well. I'll go like one or two or even three days without eating, which is good for my immune system because last night I ate too much. My stomach was hurting. That was my fault. I gave in to my uh, urges. But when I look at it, and plus I want to have children, and as me and my wife get more and more closer to our one-year anniversary, which is coming up here next, this summer, and we'll be married most likely by the time, at least for five or six months by that point. It's very interesting how some of my friends and family still don't believe what is going on. It's really strange to me, and some of them are like in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70 years old, and it's like you're still doing what these son of a bitches are telling you to do. Why? Why are you bowing down to the cabal? Why are you bowing down to Biden? Why are you bowing down? And Biden's not a part of the cabal. He's just a puppet for the cabal. You know. And as Bill Gates came out, I think it was Thursday or Friday, when he said there's many more pandemics to come. So that that tells me right there that I need to prepare. And what I've been doing to prepare, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what ties into my 34th birthday, is that my eyes are wide open now. See, they were open even when I was a teenager, but they weren't all the way open. Because, see, the things I did when I was a teenager, and this goes back to my 34th birthday, is that I didn't have a typical teenage year. Yes, I went outside and played football. Yes, I hung out with friends. Yes, I had sex and all that stuff. No, I didn't drink or smoke, but I did have sex and stuff with a condom on, of course. But... The thing is, is that I did a lot of internet searching when I was younger. And it was nice that my parents bought me a computer when I was a child. You know, not only did I get exposed to adult films when I was a kid, but, well, anime adult films. You know, that was the first porn I ever watched was anime porn. But, um, I did a lot of searching. Because I, I, I never trusted government. Because it all, I always had a sixth sense they were lying to me, you know, and I and and even my dad said today he still trusts his government, and it, it it's kind of sad to see my dad sixty nine years old and he still trusts his government at this point. And I need to sit down with him and try to show him why he needs to stop trusting them, why he needs to ignore everything that they say, pretty much, because they're liars and hypocrites. They're puppets, pretty much. And see, I need to let my dad see the truth. I need to show him. So when I go up there, I'm going to bring my laptop. I'm going to take my speakers off my computer at his house. When I go to his house, put hook him up to my laptop and let him see the truth. I'm going to show him a couple of videos, about a, you know, maybe 49, 50 minutes long. Show him the truth about what's going on. Who actually runs the this world that we live in, this matrix that we live in? And it's interesting, man, because being the age of my age, I am much more wiser for my age. And I've been told that numerous times. For my age, I'm a lot wiser than people give me credit for. And this is why I can't wait to be a father. Because I want to be able to let my kids see at an early age. You should never trust what your government says. Do your own research before trusting the United States government or any government of 
of any country in the world for that matter. Because it's interesting, they always use these words. We care about your well-being. We care about your safety. See, the key word in that sentence is we care. When has the government ever given a fuck about you? Or now all of a sudden they care about you? During COVID? So they didn't care about you in the financial crisis? Is nobody putting two to two together? How about the housing crisis? Where was the government then? They bailed out the banks. They didn't bail you out. That lost your house or your retirement. They didn't bail you out. They bailed the banks out. So it's ironic to me that people always talk about, man, I'm just going to do as I told. It's for my job. But why? Why do you care? Because if you die tomorrow, you know you can't give your kid your job, right? Because you don't own it. The corporations own your job. You're just a hamster on a hamster wheel, bro. That hamster wheel is going to keep on turning because they're going to get another hamster to do the job that you just died from. See, this is why my attitude is towards working. Now, my wife, I got to commend her. She's able to work her same job for 10 years. Her mom's able to work her job for 20, 30, 40 years. I got to give them credit. I got to give a lot of my family members credit. I got to give my boy Kenny credit. I don't know how the fuck y'all do some shit like that. I really don't. There's a reason why I don't last at jobs long, you know, because my spiritual side of me tells me, okay, that's enough. That's enough. These people are fucking stupid. That's enough. You made enough money. You've saved enough money. You just get another job, do something else for six months, a year. You know, the longest job I've ever had was at Amazon and being a fucking, um, what was that shit called? Um, um, uh, shit, a caregiver, caregiver. Couldn't even think of the word, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus, I might have freaking COVID fog for God's sakes. But it's just interesting. It's very interesting. You know, 34 years old, man. I've had a, I had a lot of ups. I've had a lot of downs. But you know what? In the end, I'm still alive, still healthy, still have all my limbs working. You know. Still able to see things. Still able to enjoy myself when I can. But I always have a watchful eye out of what's coming next. You know, and a lot of some of my family members have woken up to this. And I commend them for that. A lot of my family members are woken up to this. And as long as I keep showing my wife these videos, she's starting to wake up to this. Her eyes are starting to get open and bigger. Even our dog, Brooklyn, is even starting to freaking open her eyes. She's seeing the lie, you know, which is kind of nuts. Even a dog can see through these lies. But a lot of humans can't, which is freaking hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, moving on. So, I'm going to start a social experiment on myself. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to start an experiment on myself. I've told my wife about it, so I'll go ahead and tell you guys on my podcast about it. It's called Giving Myself Universal Basic Income. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to start that at the end of May. I mean, not the end of May. The end of February. We'll be starting that uh, project. So basically what I'll be doing is I'll be getting my paychecks as long as I have employment. And what I'll basically do is I will pay my bills and I will give myself $500 out of that check. I can use it for whatever I want, bill paying, savings, 
investing, whatever I want to do. And pretty much the rest of my check goes towards the bills. And then $500 is for me, for whatever I want to spend it on, whether it's bills, again, investing, whatever I want to do. And I'm going to continue doing this social project for a couple months. I'm going to be writing a blog post about it in my journal, uh, my private journal that I keep for myself. I write it in it every month. I'll definitely be writing in it in, again in February on my social experiment. And I want to test UBI. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I want to test it. Because there's been a lot of back and forths I've heard from friends and families. UBI doesn't work. It sucks. Uh, it makes people lazy. It makes them a, a freaking bum. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try it myself. Um, I'm going to give myself the UBI. And we're going to see if it really makes me lazy. A lazy bum. Or will I continue to do things respectively to make sure my money's working for me. And that's how we're going to do it. And I'll let you guys know after the 90-day trial. So we're going to do it February, March, April. And we'll see after. But end of April will be our last one. And then I'll go ahead and I will tell you guys on the first podcast in May. Uh, I should have a couple podcasts before I get married. Definitely we'll be doing a podcast the week, uh, the day after my wedding. Uh, to let you guys know. Everything's been going. But other than that, everything seems pretty good. And that's what we're doing and going forward. So, as far as everything else is going, ladies and gentlemen, life has been good for me. Uh, I have some new vitamins. Some new uh, vitamins coming in. We have zinc coming in. Just waiting for Amazon to get their shit together. And then once Amazon gets their shit together, I will finally have my zinc. And I can start taking that along with my vitamin D, my vitamin C. Because when you're living in New York, ladies and gentlemen, you know, there's no fucking sunlight in the winter. You barely get any sun. Feels like you're living in the goddamn Pacific Northwest. And it fucking sucks. But uh, other than that, feels pretty good. And let you guys know. I'll probably be buying some more sheep Inu tokens when the collapse happens. Once the collapse happens, then I'll go ahead and buy some more sheep. Stack up, get to 100 million tokens, and if it ever hits one cent, I'll be $10 million rich. If it doesn't, then it is what it is. I can always move it to Monero and uh, stack up with that. Because when you have privacy and you're able to do whatever the hell you want with your money until the government's go screw themselves, trying to look into your bank account and all that type of stuff, then that's the best thing to do. But this is your boy Nightmare Carehawk signing off, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys have a good weekend. And if you haven't sent me any birthday wish, you can go ahead and send me that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Nightmare Carehawk is for all of them. And for Snapchat, it's Nightmare Carehawks. So make sure to hit me up. All right. I'm going to get up out of here because I'm going to play some more Gears of War with my boy KBJ. And I will holla at y'all next week. Peace.